GAC. I am Lucas Boudreaux along with Chris Sharp. We are here for um, our eighth LC show. Eighth All right, we're coming off two great weeks in college football because we didn't do one last week because we were on Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Um, one of the best plays I think I've ever seen. Also one of the best weekends I've ever seen of college yeah, football. Yeah, definitely one of the best weekends. But um, first of all, let's talk about. The Iron Bowl, oh and uh, definitely, I would say the best Iron Bowl in, in history. But um, that, that pretty much was the best Iron Bowl. I mean, that return. I did, honestly, oh I, I mean, even when he, okay, firstly, he, I was fine with him kicking the field goal. Uh, I was fine with saving kicking the field goal because I mean, the, he, like he said, the kicker yeah. had made sixty yeah. yards in yeah. practice. Uh, he seemed pretty experienced, and really, he had a nice leg. He, he just went a little wide, wide right, a little bit yeah. short. But uh, honestly, on the return, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I thought he'd get to like maybe the forty yard line and get tackled. Yeah. He, he, well, it was a great coaching call because Gus Malzahn sent his special teams, yeah. special team return team on there, yeah. and Alabama had all their offensive linemen because it was Basically, a field goal. Yeah. So, I mean, he had, like, that was a coaching call because if you look at it again, Chris Davis had a whole wall of defenders, he did. He, uh, he, blockers, I yeah. would say. And, yeah, yeah. and there was no one that could catch him on Alabama. Yeah, he had, like, a whole little formation just right in front of him, just got him down. And honestly, like, there are only about three people on Alabama that could have made that tackle. Like, there was a tight end, 84. Yeah, the holder twenty nine. I have no idea where the kicker went. I don't know if he yeah. got trucked or what. But there was like three people who might have been able to make that tackle. So that was just a great play by Gus Malzahn and a great play by Chris Davis because he has a tightrope that sideline. Yeah, now. He, was, did. he was right there. Yeah, but, it was uh, really close. That was just that was probably one of the greatest moments in college football history. Yeah, they're, they're talking about it as uh, possibly the best play ever in college I mean, football history. It was just, I mean, it, I mean, it was just oh my! Like, I can't even explain my emotions. I was still in shock. I'm still in shock right now. Like, just <laughs> thinking about. I mean, that's. Two two games in a row now for Auburn, that's, that's which two. is crazy. Yeah, it's so. something that Jordan Harris is here. Some of that, it's Auburn. I've been saying for the last couple of weeks they are the team of destiny. And oh my goodness, yeah, they it's, really it's, are. It's just insanity. All right, so our first topic that we will talk about is the Heisman rankings. Mm-hmm. We got a little situation with Jameis Winston, but uh, who's who's on top of your Heisman this week? Uh, I have Jameis Winston at the top now. Today, uh, Willie Meggs, the uh, state attorney, he will announce whether Winston will be charged or not at two o'clock today. So after this podcast is posted and everything else, we'll definitely know if Winston will be eligible or not. But if Winston isn't charged, he, he's the runaway Heisman winner, honestly. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with I mean, McCarron kind of – I mean, he, did, he had a good game, really, but he lost still. Yeah. I mean, his stats don't well, match. Mean, his stats <laughs> don't really match. Like, I think compared to Johnny Football, Jordan yeah. Lynch and all them, like, they have, like, 40 touchdowns but and seriously, stuff. he doesn't he, – he doesn't really need to be them because Alabama's team is so good. Yeah. I mean, I still – even though they lost, I still think they're probably the best team in the country. Maybe, yeah. like – they're definitely like, top like three. one A two or something. Yeah. Like that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but um, so McCarron's out. Mariota's kind of been out. Manziel lost again. He, he actually yeah. he hasn't beat a ranked team all year. Yeah, like, he's, everyone he's that really talks about A and M, he hasn't beat a ranked team all year. No, it's not all his fault. But um, Manziel's out. Andre, if I had to vote for anybody else, I'd probably do Andre Williams despite yeah, him getting hurt because two thousand yards at Boston College yeah. with no one in front of you really. Come yeah. on, that, that's pretty impressive. So. I don't go with that. Yeah, I have James Winston. I think he's going to win it. I, I don't see anyone yeah. else passing him. But um, 
I actually put Jordan Lynch yes, this week in we front go. of Johnny that's, Manziel that's because he's actually having a really good season. Mm-hmm. If he um, if he gets into a BCS bowl, you know, I think they actually have a pretty good chance to be if they say if they get like UCF or someone yeah. like that, you know, who's going to win the AAC most likely. I think they can beat UCF. I don't know if they can beat um, like say an Alabama in the Sugar yeah, Bowl right, or something, right. but like um, I think they can contend with a good team. I just don't know if they'll win. But yeah. Jordan Lynch is having a Lynch is a, like, they played against Florida State in the Orange Bowl and I watched that game and Lynch was. Even though if he had better weapons around him, I think he'd be a monster. Oh, yeah, because we, we kind of shut him down. That's it wasn't it was less because of him and more because he's got nothing to work with. Yeah, I mean, so Lynch is a great player. Yeah, he's impressive. Okay, well we're gonna move on to some game picks this week. We only got three games. It's championship week. Yep. So uh, first game we're gonna pick is number two Ohio State versus number ten Michigan State. It's at a neutral site. Who wins this one, Chris? <laughs> I have Ohio State winning this game simply because I believe uh, Michigan State, they have a great defense, but you got to put some sort of points up. And Ohio State's defense isn't that great. I feel like Ohio State, they can kind of manufacture their own points, whether it's on a punt return or maybe a turnover. Or they also just have dynamic playmakers. I mean, you got Braxton Miller back there and Carlos Hyde, so it's going to be kind of hard to stop that for four quarters. So I think that it might be a little lower scoring. I can see it maybe like a 24 to maybe 10 or 24, 13 kind of score. Yeah, I, I actually like Michigan State. I okay. I was disappointed with Ohio State's play against yeah. Michigan. They gave up, what was it, 500 or 600? It was, it was like 600, I think. I think it was 600 yards to a Michigan team who has struggled on offense. Michigan State was just, I mean, Michigan was just. I give it to them. It was a rivalry game. They Michigan played out of their minds. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I don't really think Ohio State is the second-ranked team in the country. I, Honestly, I can yeah. name. I can name three to four teams ranked behind them that I think would beat them, um, like, eight out of ten times probably. Yeah. I would say Alabama, possibly Auburn, you know. I even think LSU is still really good even though they've lost. They lost better. Maybe Oklahoma State. But, yeah, I think Michigan State's going to beat them. Um, their defense is really good. I think they can stop Braxton Miller. I just um, am concerned about Michigan State's offense because they're, they're shaky. I don't really know anyone. Yeah. On, I don't really know anyone on their offense. I just know their defense is really good this year. So um, I hope they beat Ohio State because I like Auburn, so yeah. I want them to get into the championship. I feel like Ohio State, against Michigan State, they might might be able to do something because that's like they haven't faced any real speed all year, really, Michigan State in the Big Ten play. But I feel like if Ohio State went off and played like some other conferences, they'd probably be a little mismatched because it's, well, yeah. it's, just, it's just a huge that's speed difference. If they, if they, the, they play in the SEC, plays. I, I see them with two to three losses. Even like if they play Oklahoma State or something like that, it's yeah. just, just a huge speed yeah. difference. Like the, the Big Ten is like a plodding, slow cow. Their hardest and then, team was Michigan. I yeah, think. and the rest Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. and like the rest of their the rest of the conferences are like a racing horse. It's just completely different. Yeah, so we're going to move on to the second um, conference championship game in the Pac-12. Um, we have number seven Stanford. This one's going to be hosted in. Um, Arizona State, who's ranked number 11. Who do you like in that one, Chris? I'm going to go with Stanford. I know Arizona State's really hot right now. They are at home and stuff, but I feel like Stanford, uh, they, even though they've lost to Utah and they've lost at USC, I feel like their formula is something they can like, kind of repeat easily, which is like run the ball, play great defense, yeah. don't turn it over. Just kind of that, that dis- they're disciplined. That's what they are. So I feel like this is a high-pressure game. High, you know, this is for the Rose Bowl, really. It's the other Rose yeah, Bowl. Yeah, it is. So it's it's kind of a – I feel like Stanford, they've been there before. They'll, I mean, Arizona State, they'll be really hyped and amped. Mm-hmm. I feel like Stanford will come in, you know, on a mission just to win this game. I got the Cardinals winning. Um, Arizona State's undefeated at home. I think that makes a huge difference. Arizona State's a completely different team. They got blown out at Stanford earlier in the season. Yeah. They have uh, – there's their rematch, right? They yeah, have their rematch. Pac-12 yeah. stakes. 
stakes together the Rose Bowl. Um, they're they're really good at home. I think they're going to get off to a really quick start, maybe mm-hmm. go up a couple touchdowns. I don't know if they'll win by a couple touchdowns, but I think they will win. Um, Stanford is good running the ball, but I think Arizona State's going to just, with that atmosphere, Arizona State Stadium is really loud, especially at night. So um, I think Arizona State's going to get a win at home. All right. And then our last game is the SEC Championship here in Atlanta. Um, it's basically going to be a home game for Auburn because right, right, right. there's so many Auburn fans that live here. But I, I don't really know any Missouri fans that live here. But uh, there's some Missouri fans out there. Though. I know. A I know Missouri's going to have some fans here. But I mean, Auburn's going to Auburn's going to have a little bit of a home field advantage, I would think. But Missouri's defense is really good. Yeah. So who do you like in that, Chris? I'm going to go with We Are Mizzou. I'm going to go with Mizzou. Uh, shout out to Fourth Down out there. No, Fifth Down. Excuse me, Fifth Down. That's a little, a little Mizzou group they have out there. But um, I think Mizzou because. Auburn's played really well at home, and they've had the last two games at home. And so in the Dome, even though they might have a little bit majority, it'll be a different feel. And then Mizzou, I like the Dean line because they can get after the pass. There's only four guys. And they can also kind of commit to the uh, Auburn's run game. And also, they're on offense, I feel like it's a mismatch, honestly. If James Franklin or either, even Matty Mock, they can get a drive going because they have, all their receivers are small forwards. They're all like 6'6", six, 6'4", six, yeah, six, yeah. 6'3". And I feel like, and you know, you saw what Amari Cooper did to um, Auburn last week because the secondary play isn't that great. Their front seven is pretty good with uh, like D4 and the boys, but the secondary is a little suspect. So I feel like Mizzou can kind of take advantage of that. And then if they can kind of manage Auburn's run game, you know, and I don't say manage or stop it, but just kind of try and like – it would be a shootout, I believe. I think Mizzou will pull it out. And honestly, I wonder if Auburn might have a hangover from last week's win. Yeah, definitely. Because after UJ, they at least had a bye week to yeah, kind of get any. after that hype and then kind of – Focus on Alabama, so now it's kind of a one-week turnaround. So we'll see what they do. Yeah, I hope I hope Gus Malzahn can get his boys ready to play. I mean, I think Auburn's buying in, as you can tell. I mean, yeah. last year three and nine, this year eleven and one. Um, they just beat Alabama. Right, right. right. No, I mean no one. I mean, yeah. If you would have said that earlier in the season, someone would have said you're crazy. That's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. But Gus Malzahn, I think the boys have really bought into his program and what he's trying to teach. I think he can get their minds ready. You know, I I've said. Auburn is the team of destiny this year. Yeah. I don't know. They might they might block a field goal return all the way back to win. I have no idea what's going to happen. Their ground game is solid. They were supposed to get stopped by Alabama. Yeah. They put up they put up I think 200 rushing yards, um, 250 maybe. But um, I think they can run the ball. Nick Marshall is getting better and better passing every week. That's true. Next year I think he's going to be a dark horse Heisman contender because because he's just improved that much. Can make plays with his legs. Um, now. Missouri's front front seven, their D line especially, is really good. So I think he's gonna have to keep the ball a lot more than he's used to. But, yeah. Because um, they're gonna be keying in on Trey Mason because Trey Mason is just a monster. So um, I think Auburn, Nick Marshall's gonna lead the team. He's gonna lead them. I think he's gonna lead them in rushing this game. And I think they're gonna get a win over Missouri. Yeah, and also I feel like Mizzou. I watched them against Texas A and M. They're on a mission. I mean, last year they were. Like I mean, they're terrible. really good. They're undefeated yeah. in regulation. Their yeah, only loss was to South Carolina. Right. And they, they like last year they were embarrassed. Everyone's making fun of like, a little Mizzou trying to be in the SEC. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of making fun of them and stuff. But uh, I feel like Mizzou. They, they were just they're playing with intensity. Even when the game was decided, they're all getting hyped and like fired up and stuff. And they're just playing angry. They are on a mission. I know Auburn's a team of de- team of destiny, but I wonder if I, if every game were at Jordan Hare, I'd pick Auburn every game. But this is at Atlanta. It's in Atlanta SEC Championship game, so I just wonder how that'll affect it. Yeah. Well, think about this. If next year in the SEC is the same as this year, you would have Kentucky playing Arkansas in the SEC Championship. Because Missouri and Auburn 
both finished last no in their gosh. respective conferences. So think about that. So that would not sell well at all. Yeah, oh I'm gosh. sure everyone was thinking that this isn't going to happen, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, well, that is it for this week. Thank you for stopping by. Um, alongside Chris Sharp, I'm Lucas Boudreau signing off.